right, 723 is the time. If you missed it a while back, we were talking about a poll that has come out, uh, the most handsome major league managers. Rob Thompson of the Phillies is number two. He gets a very high ranking on something they do on an app where Mm -hmm. they evaluate a lot of different segments of your face and come up with it. I am just above an aardvark. All right, I am. <laughs> I am aardvark? a aardvark. I am a five point oh. five something, which is not good. Well, right? it's out of ten, right? Now, what so. I have done is I have now asked Ava Graham quietly to assess my wife's head. I did actually. I did Delaney. You first. did my my granddaughter, who is really beautiful. She is so cute, yeah. Delaney. How'd she, she do? got a nine point five two. See that this is yeah great, wait, but understand she has none of my gene pool. That Thank is my goodness. that is my stepdaughter <laughs> and my son in law. Is beautiful. They're, they're beautiful people. <laughs> but he is my concern. And uh, B- Brad Brooks was just helping me with this because he uh, he made a lot of money in football, but now his wife out earns him. And 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 at once Al has always said I got upgraded because I had money and that. <laughs> But well, now, very soon, like in a couple of weeks, I'm not going to be making any money. Zero money. No income. If my wife is an eight and I'm a five, right? Yeah. I'm done. My days are over. Uh, she's going to look at every guy and say, he's better than a loser I'm with. Are you with me, Barrett? Well, hey, man, you, put your you, you mic got, on. You, you got to well, know, man, when you outkick your coverage, you got to make sure you put it down so you no, don't have but to worry see, about it. See. Eventually, I, you outkick your coverage, and then they return one for a touchdown, and you're screwed. <laughs> right. would That's you, what I'm worried Would about. you like if we, throughout the show, would like put something, like put a wig on you? or No, here's the thing. You are so haughty because you got a high score. I'm trying to help you. Right? No, you're not. Johnson, you have never tried to help anyone your whole life. A five out of ten's not bad. You're a troll. <laughs> You're not a two. You're a troll. All right, anyway, Ava Graham, what is our current read on our question of the deck? By the way, you need more pictures of Gail on your phone. I know. Well, I, there aren't any on here? Like, hardly any. What's that about? How many um, pictures of Bentley? <laughs> There's, there Check are, with Cindy Webster. <laughs> She's are, got a bunch now, of them. I, I, I have some. Cause, well, oh, you are, do? Good. Yeah. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Minor fender bender or major accident. Armin Chevrolet's Collision Center will make it right. Find your roads at ArminChevy.com. How injured do you think Jalen Hurts is? 69% say somewhat. Somewhat is winning. Yes. All right. Uh, what is second? Hardly or very? Very. Very is second. Yes. How many people are getting sucked into that line of thinking? Yeah. I mean, so 14% hardly at all. See, that was, that was uh, Barrett Brooks. Barrett does not swing a lot of votes. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So a lot of people Uh, admired it. But 69 is a big number. That's 7 out of 10. a lot. Come on. Well, I do know what I'm talking about, though, see. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Dr. Fish, Dr. Joel Fish, uh, he is a a psychological genius. He has the Centers for Sports Psychology throughout our area. And he tries to anticipate emotion even before it's fully experienced. So he emailed me after Monday's show because we were talking about glass half full, glass half empty, and Dr. Fish is totally glass half full. And he goes, this is a dangerous situation Mm -hmm. because the expectations are unusually high. On the line to have us get ourselves ready for the possibility of disappointment, the great Dr. Joel Fish. Hi, Doc. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, everybody. All right, so Doc... Uh, take the temperature of the city right now. Are expectations too high because the Eagles are the number one seat? Well, 
the expectations are really, really high, obviously. And, you know, all week long, what I've been hearing from fans is a mixture of excitement and worry and anxiety. And to me, it's all about the expectations. This is not the Phillies from this year. We were happy for the Phillies to get to the World Series. If they made it great, we were able to rebound from their loss. But when your expectations are high, the Eagles have led from beginning, middle, and anything less than a Super Bowl is going to be considered a failure. So the worry, the anxiety, I think, has to do about the fear of disappointment. And there's a lot of that right now. Well, this is not going to help the situation, uh, Doctor. Uh, Ray Dittiger is beloved in this town. Made it very clear yesterday on WIP what his expectations are. This season, for as great as it's been, if they don't get to the Super Bowl, who's going to feel good about it? If the Eagles do not make the Super Bowl, Dr. Fish, was this season a failure? When you have your expectations, winning is the only thing, yes. And, look, even with you, Angela, with all the emotions you've expressed this year, what I heard in terms of anxiety, worry, tell me if I'm right about this, a couple days ago you said, we're 14-3, and we're the number one seed. This may not happen for another 30 years. That comment to me was around anxiety, around worry. And that's what happens when the stakes are so high and the expectations are so high. It's a long drop down if things don't work out for the Eagles. 100%. So, Doc, I was thinking about what we said we were emailing, and I realized how I handled this kind of situation. And it is that if something disappoints me, I identify who to blame and attack, right? Is this healthy? Well, yes, I think that's your, your <laughs> M.O. there. And, and, and I see where, where that's where the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator are already coming in, yeah. Angelo. I, I think you've identified them. And, and, and a lot of us, when things are complex, we try to sort of simplify it and find a target. But underneath that anger, I would suggest, is a lot of worry and anxiety. And I, I think we just, over the next few weeks, have to learn how to manage that just 3 or 5% better, which we always call the mental edge. See, the two weeks helps us in some ways. We can get healthier and we can get better. Um, but the two weeks also, I think, fuels anxiety. It, it leaves right. a lot of times for what if. What 100%. if hurts? What if, what if Matt, you know, Lane Johnson? And, and so we're going to see somebody play really well this weekend, too. And so I just think the two weeks we have to watch out for because it may be helpful from a health perspective, but it's a way to fuel some of that what-if anxiety. So we have to find some ways to get through this Saturday and get to the following week, no matter who we play. So, Doc, here's what I have learned about football and Philadelphia in the past year. Because I'm taking all these emails, and during games, Doc, emotions are raw, and the emails are flooding in, and most of them are very negative. Right, and I'm thinking, even and then the Eagles would come back and win, but they wouldn't. People react so much more to something they don't like than something they do like. Is sports a mechanism to express rage you have bottled up about other things in your life? Is that what I'm seeing there? Well, I think it can be some of that, but I think we've got a lot of old wounds in this town. You know, I've grown up and watched all these games like everybody else. Rhea has been talking about Joe Jervicious for all these years, right? <laughs> she Rhea? still is. She I still know. sees him running. I know. So, I, so I, I, I think in, underneath, you know, that sort of focusing on sometimes the negative, there's a lot of old wounds. There's a lot of disappointments, and, and we don't want to be disappointed again. And the beauty of what the Eagles are putting us through right now is they, they, there's an excitement to, to get to the finish line, just like that team five years ago did. But underlying that, especially when it's win or failure, 
there's a lot of old wounds and disappointment that I think come out in a lot of different ways from people, and that's what we're hearing in our, our calls right now. All right, Doc, last thing. This is critical. So the Eagles are getting ready to play a week from this weekend, and they uh, and all these expectations are so high. Is there anything a fan can do to protect themselves against the deep depression and frustration a loss would would bring if they lose in each of the first two rounds they play? Well, I think first things first, it, it you know depends on the personality. To, to get through these next few weeks, if you're more of a logical person, mm. let's embrace the facts here. They're 14-3. and three. They're the number one seed. Um, they've been very resilient. Hurts, no matter how hurt he is, you know, is that personality that finds a way to win. The veterans, Kelsey, when you have him on at 8 o'clock, these guys are hungry to win. Okay, there's a good chemistry. So the way to help us deal with our anxiety and worries, if you're logical, is to embrace the facts. If you're emotional, the facts don't take make much of a difference because, you know, that what if takes over. What if something bad happens? What if this? I, I think the plan for people that are more emotional, we know sometimes they're just to find a keyword, key phrase that helps center them. But what if trust this team? But what if they've done it before? They can do it again. But what if we may not have all the answers, but we're going to find a way? I, I think positive what ifs. What if this team does something extraordinary? Those kinds of Thought processes for emotional people, I think, help us to just handle our emotions just a little better, whether we win or lose. And that's just what I think is a good plan for people over the next few weeks, because these next few days are going to be full with a lot of different emotions. Doc, I, I know I'm in the emotional category, so I just need a word. And the word I'm going to use that will focus me in case things go wrong, the word is Gannon. All right, so if anything goes bad, I'm blaming the coordinator. I think I got it. Doc, this is going to work for me. Doc, you're a G. You said it's for sports psychology. Look it up. Dr. Fish, you're awesome. Thank you, sir.